0: No. <laughs> gonna Why fuck it prefer? up. Mm. Welcome back after our <laughs> after our commercial break of a month and a half. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're sorry we're sorry that was an obnoxious noise <laughs> yep <laughs> how do we do this wow um i don't know i think we've got this do we maybe <laughs> i don't really know it is pretty late <laughs> on all hallows eve it is devil's night as i just posted everywhere before i let us record yep <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 we me and devon were just sitting here staring at amber posting to the social media okay pages. i had to hit Oh, I didn't get Facebook. Fuck. Um, I had to get Twitter and Instagram and my personal Snapchat. Well, once you get the Instagram, it's easy to post to Facebook. We'll just have to post to Facebook when we're done recording, okay. even though it says we're recording. Shh. I'm sure it's fine. If you listen, you know the secret. Yeah. So in other news, as you can see, I have these boxes right here. Oh, wait, I should probably introduce us. We're the Marble Forest. We are. <laughs> I'm Amber. And I'm Jessie. And we missed you. We tried. We have been lifing. Jesse was working a lot. I was working a lot. I moved with Devin, which has been fucking fun. Yeah, it is fun. Devin, do you think we? Do you think I'm fun? She nodded. So she thinks I'm fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun roommate. Yeah, I come home late at night after work and make dinner at like 10 p.m. <laughs> oh my god! Speaking of dinner. My stove keeps catching on fire. What? It caught on fire twice today. And I told the leasing office about it because our sm- the first time, like, it- the other day it was smoking really bad and our smoke detector didn't go off. But our eyes were, like, burning from the smoke. And so then I told my leasing office about it and they're like, come check smoke detector. And I was like, please check the stove, too. <laughs> but then it lit on fire today. Oh, okay. But I was going to clean my... How did you get it off? Turn it off? Devin was, like, super cool, because I literally stood there and was like, what do I do? (laughs) And (laughs) and Devin grabbed our kitchen towel, soaked it with water, and just, like, pop, 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 like, smacked it with it. Okay, so, like, you didn't, like, I was just worried that you didn't put off a fire extinguisher all throughout your kitchen. (laughs) No. So, she just, like, doused, like, doused it gently, like, patting it out but with a wet towel yeah and it went out like at first we were both like oh it's gonna calm down and go away like we just waited for it to burn itself out but it kept getting bigger so that was yeah, fine. you have an electric stove yeah so <laughs> <laughs> yeah we don't know okay so but yes boxes are you ready for yes. the big unveil yes i mean oh. i know what's in the boxes well yeah for the viewers at home who are listeners not viewers do you want to explain? Uh, we made Ooh. business cards because we are going to a convention this weekend. And um, our friend Jenna, who did our artwork... They look fucking good. Yeah. Who did our artwork is has her own booth in the Artist Alley. And so we asked her, since it is her art, uh, if we could put our business card to promote our podcast... Yeah, on her table. So if you happen to be listening to this because you picked up one of her biz- the our business cards off her booth, say something to us on Twitter. Say something to us on Twitter. And I hope I gave you a sticker because I got stickers too. Let us know. Oh, I love the stickers. They're so cute. Yeah, we should uh, give some of these to Jenna too. Yeah, no, I was gonna. Th- I was thinking of putting them at the booth, and then I was just like, oh, maybe we can like hand them out. Maybe like. If we're, like, near Jenna's booth, when people pick it up, it'd be like, hey, follow our social media and I'll give you a sticker. There you go. (laughs) So. But, yeah, if you happen to be listening to this because you picked up the card and you're like, hmm, this sounds interesting, we thank you for giving us a shot. Yeah. And you're awesome. Thank you. I mean, you're all awesome. Well, because Yomacon. But, yeah. But if you're at Yomacon, tweet at us. We will Just meet tweet you at us. Jenna's booth. Tweet at us and let us know. <laughs> I don't know what to we do. We don't know. Do you want a sticker? Tweet at us. Yeah, if you want a sticker, tweet at us. We'll give you a sticker. They're little. And, and they're an air cute. high five in person? An air high five in person? <laughs> if, we will not touch your hand. It's an air high five <laughs> only. Personal space. This is. This podcast strongly recommends Air High Fives. <laughs> yep. And stickers. <laughs> the cards look really cool though. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with them. Yeah, I I dig it. So, in other other news, oh my gosh, we watched that Skinwalker Ranch movie from last time. Oh, wait, yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, that was not what I was going to talk about, but yeah. No, but I just thought of it. Yeah, we watched we it. Because we were like, oh, yeah, we'll just talk about it on the next episode. And then life just exploded and we never recorded again. But we did watch it. Like right after we recorded the episode. Right after we recorded it. I was actually afraid I was going to be more terrified when I got home, but I was not. It was not that scary of a movie. <laughs> it was not that scary of a movie? I did enjoy it. It like, ba- it wasn't, like, like B-movie, like, it was definitely, like, B-movie horror movie, but it wasn't, like, the bad end. See, personally, I'm not good at judging these things because I really, really, really enjoy really bad movies. So, like... Oh, I do, too, but... Like, bad B-movies are my shit. I yeah, fucking like, love Netflix. them. Netflix makes you go through all of the bad movies you never knew you wanted in life. Bad movies are my favorite. I love, too, the, uh, like, sci-fi channel movies of, like, giant shark versus mega octopus. Tornadoes? Um, yes, Sharknado. There's one called Sand Sharks that's particularly interesting. Okay. (laughs) It's about sharks that swim through sand. Oh, fancy. Do Do they breathe sand? It's the water molecules in the sand. They can move through the water molecules. I have a lot of issues scientifically (laughs) about that. (laughs) There's a lot of scientific issues with it, but it's particularly good. The ending, top notch. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you've seen it, let me know. Yep. Just tweet at us. Tweet at us. One of us will respond. I sit on Twitter a lot. I don't. I I have a hard I'm time responding, but I read it all the time. Yeah, I'm on the Twitter. Like you can tell, like who's been use- who's been on the Twitter because like all of a sudden there'll be a ton of notifications on my phone, and then they'll all be gone. I know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so then you'll know that Amber's been on the Twitter. So yeah, that's well, kind of fun. I always know when you post something too, and all of a sudden I have a billion notifications. Yep. But yeah, what was your other news besides Skinwalker Ranch? My other news uh, is that I went to the 21 Pilots concert. Oh, I know about and that. And I am obsessed. Yeah? <laughs> like, I was obsessed. Like, you you lived with me when oh. I was obsessed the oh, first yeah. time. I was also obsessed. With, I'm also obsessed with 21 Pilots. But I know Brittany was like, I'm going to take Jesse to this concert. And I was like, boo. But, uh, so... <laughs> But the thing is, so pretty much since we've gotten home from that concert, I've had to listen to at least, like, 521 Pilot songs in a day. They're so like, because, like, all of a sudden I'll just start singing one of the songs and I was just like, I'm like, damn it. I was just like, now I'm going to listen to the song. And like, because it's going to be stuck in my head all day. And the thing is, since I've listened to their new album that just came out at the beginning of October, like, so much... That, like, even the new songs are popping up in my head. <laughs> so, and then every time I, like, I, I don't want to spoil it because they're still touring. Yeah. But, like, there's a really cool thing that happens in the concert. And so I've been showing people, like, personally the video of it. And so every time I hear that song, I was just like, oh, shit, now I got to listen to it again. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I've been literally obsessed. What song? Um, Nico and the Niners. Okay. That's what it was. Side note. Yeah. These stickers are like the perfect size to go over my pop socket. Yeah. Do you want to put it on your pop socket? Thinking about it, but my pop socket's really cute. It's really faded, though. Yeah. It is cute. But that's all I got to say. That's awesome. No, I was like, when Brittany told me she was taking you, I was like, Dude, I was so geeked when she told me, like, when she won the tickets and asked me. I was just like, yes! I know. Yes, I want to go. I don't care what it is. I want to go. I knew you would be excited like... when she's like, yeah, I'm going to take Jesse to 21 Pilots. I was, like, not sad or anything. I was just like, oh, man, that would be so cool. Dude. But, like, you never realize how much a cult following 21 Pilots is until you're at their show. Yeah. Like, cult following. Like, we showed up there, and there's no way these people could have bought merch, like, at the show, <laughs> but they already had merch at the show, showing up to the show. Yeah. For the new, for the new album, merch, like, showing up to the show. That's so funny. And I'm like, this album got released three weeks ago. You know, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't people know what are, to tell you. People are really into shit, and when they're into their shit, they support their shit. Yep. I supported their shit. I bought a really awesome t-shirt for way too much money. Yes. That's always how you do it at concerts. Yep. Concert shirts are so expensive. Yeah. But that's all I got. Yeah. Okay. Devin's family went to that, uh, what's it called? Eloise? (gasps) And got this picture. We're about to show it to you. I want to go. Are you ready? I want to go. Are you ready? I almost bought us tickets. I know. They De- keep adding more tickets and more tickets, and I can't afford to buy all three of us tickets. I know. I can't either. Um, but Devin's Do pretty- we want to buy all separate tickets? Because there's still a lot of, like, slots open. Like, like let's like- really talk about this because I really want to go because I keep hearing spooky shit coming out of these tours, and I really fucking want to go, ever. I never. would be interested hype. in going. But- I am hype. <laughs> but I'm also hella broke until after Yomacon. Um, but so... Th- Devin's family went. Okay. And with, with, with the, her sister got Devin. this picture. Okay. And the picture Devin's gonna show you right now. Okay. Ready? Ready? Go. Go. You kinda see in front of the door. Yeah. There's like a little mist. Yeah. Guy. So it was just kind of interesting. Yeah. Because it was like a picture that like someone we knew. No, 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 no. Told. I'm gonna like I'm gonna bring like what do you do they give you things? When you get there, they let you on the floors by yourself for like 20 minutes until they go up to the next level. So you're literally just wandering around. <gasps> oh my God, I want to do that. Let's bring a tape recorder. Let's buy an EMF detector. Let's get a spirit box. Let's fucking do it. That sounds 100% terrifying. I let's do it. I will deeply consider- Devin your, wants to do it. Devin quest. so wants to do it. Look at Devin. Devin wants I to do it with see me. see Devin. I'm terrified chicken shit. <laughs> we'll give you a lot of protection stones. You'll be fine. Let's go. Um we'll t- we'll discuss. Well, I I let's Oh my be- god, let's bring tarot cards with us. Let's just we'll sit in the middle of the floor. We won't bring we won't bring a Ouija board because fuck that shit, but tarot. This is terrifying. I have fun. pendulums. We can bring pendulums. Oh my god, we're going to become haunted. No, we're not. You Protection. You here to cover first. yourself in white light, we're going in. Some <laughs> salt. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, we'll talk about it. Cause I gotta see if I can afford it. Okay, it's only sixty dollars. Well. Okay. <laughs> are we are we done? <laughs> I we think cal- the, yeah, I think that was let everything. Alright, let me calm down a little bit. <laughs> i got real hype there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> I've to- been trying to convince like Alyssa and everyone to go with me to their fucking place. We knew you'd be excited about that because, like, we had talked about going previously. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. Where's our coin? Devin has it already. All right. Flip the ceremonious coin toss guy. Is it me, really? Wow. Me first. Okay. All right. I got into the spooky spirit today when I wrote this story. What do you mean by that? (laughs) What do you mean you got into the spooky spirit? Like uh, the Halloween spirit because it's Hallow's Eve? So since it's like Halloween Eve slash Devil's Night slash Hallow's Eve slash... Are you ready? So you definitely probably know this story. Okay. For sure. For sure. I'm sure you know my story as well. It's a classic. Okay. I was like, hmm, Halloween. It's Halloween Eve, Devil's Night. What's a good story to do? So... Because you wrote this today. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did this today. I have worked a lot lately. So we're going to talk about Annalise Michelle. It's the the, the people based exorcisms. on exorcisms. Oh, okay. So, yeah. It was based. Uh, it's what the story of the exorcism of Emily, Mer- Emily Rose is based yes. on. Yes. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Getting a little spooky. Okay. A little spooky. Do you know much about this? I do. Okay. I know. It's... I have personally read stories written on it. I've heard podcasts oh, yeah. about it. I've heard a lot about it. But I figured we're just going to do it on our podcast for Halloween. Yeah, I went. I went the opposite direction than I normally go today, so I'm excited. All right, you ready? Yeah. All right. So, Annalise Michelle was born in 1952 in Klingenberg, Germany. Germany. Yep, there you go. Did I say Klingenberg right? I don't know. Rolling with it. Sorry, Klingenberg. We're just going to keep going going with Germany. She was raised in a very devout Catholic home. Mm -hmm. Uh, She would attend mass twice a week and was described as a very bright, likable, and obedient girl. Obedient. Mm -hmm. So there's some other stuff that I didn't put in here. This is a quick rundown. Okay. We don't don't got time for me to tell you everything. Yeah. So, because it was still quite a few pages long. Okay. All right. So, in September 1968, when Annalise was 16, she experienced her first instance of a loss of consciousness. Yes. She did not remember the event. She blacked out at school and began walking around in a dazed, trance-like state. Later that night, she felt, though, some... So, did anyone know that she was in that dazed, like...
1: Trans-like in in the state. thing I
0: read, it was saying that, like, her friends and family reported her being in a dazed, trance-like state. Okay, so it wasn't just like, hey, I sort of missed, like, half the day. I don't really know where <laughs> it went. I, just, I fell asleep during the first hour and slept all the way through the end. And then I just woke up and I was home. Yeah. No, she, uh, it, in the article I was reading that I got a lot of my information from, it said that, like, her friends and family had reported her being in this weird state. Yeah. So later that night, she felt as though something was pressing down on her chest and pinning her to her bed. Gross. Normal. Yeah, normal. Casual. Normal possession. That's just casual. So 11 months later, in August 1969. So like nothing happened for 11 months? According to this, yes. All right. This was like her first instance, and then nothing happened for a while. Okay. So then the second instance... So, like, maybe she was just having a panic attack while she was sleeping. Yeah, you know, it's it's a one-time shot at this point. Like, you don't know what's going on, right? Yeah. So, she experienced another similar event. She woke up in a trance and wet her bed. Her body went through a series of convulsions, causing her to shake uncontrollably. Terrifying. Yep. After this episode, her mother took her to the family doctor. V- Dr. Vogt? And neurologist Dr. Luthie. They examined her, and Dr. Luthie ran an EEG, which is a type of uh, brain scan, which, fun fact, I've had before. Multiple times. Because I had epilepsy as a child. Yep, and that's what they thought she had. Yes. So, yeah, so they were unable to find anything wrong, and her EEGs looked normal. They didn't show really any signs of uh, irregular brain activity. So, they hypothesized that she might be experiencing some sort of seizure, and she was diagnosed with, like, a temporal lobe epilepsy. Okay. So, it's a disorder that causes seizures, loss of memory, and can cause visual and auditory hallucinations. Um, Annalise was prescribed two different medications for her epilepsy, and she was experienced two more episodes, and they were like, let's get her on some medication. But it was kind of unclear if she experienced them and then had the or put, was put on medication or like she was put on medication and then she kept experiencing things. Yeah. So she had two more episodes over the span of three years. So not very common at first. For both episodes, EEGs would be done and they came back normal, only showing mild, irregular patterns. So in 1973, Annalise enrolled in the University of Wurzburg? Sure. Sorry, Germany. Um, however, the drugs started to fail her, and the years progress as the year progressed, her condition deteriorated. Uh, she was still taking her medications, but she believed around the spring of 1973 that she was possessed by a demon. Okay. So she believed this. Yes. She believed she was possessed by a demon. Okay. So she began hearing knocking sounds in her bedroom that her sister it said sisters and sister so they would also hear them okay so she wasn't like crazy yeah she wasn't just she wasn't just hearing like auditory hallucinations of knocking like her sisters were also hearing them yeah that's always good though um so she crazy with everyone else yeah let the whole family whole family be crazy yep so she also reported hearing a voice damning her to hell I saw I read somewhere too, like it was specifically like she'd be praying and the voice there would be voices in her head damning her to hell and telling her to like rotten hell and so like you are damned to hell, but like in German, so it like sounds even scarier. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Her mother also found Annalise furiously staring at the Virgin Mary with quote, eyes turned black, jet black, and her hands seemed to turn into thick paws with claws. What? End quote. What? She turned into a furry? (laughs) Um, that part confuses me a little. Okay. Because, like, her hands turned into thick paws with claws. Like, I can imagine she was, like, fists making fists. Yeah, like. But, like, where did the claws come from if she's making fists? Wolverine. She's Wolverine. She's Wolverine. Thick paws were your fists. And then you got Wolverine claws. Yep done figured figured it it out out. she was just a mutant how long in september 1973 in a visit with dr luthie annalise described visions of horrific demon faces that would torment her and stated she thought that the devil was inside of her the report she also at this time told him that she like she reported to him that she was smelling something that smelt of burnt feces how do you know what that smell is? Like, oh <laughs> no. No, but like, really, how do you know what that smell is? Do you like go and like get a bag of dog poop and like throw it on the bonfire for maybe, fertilizer? Like, I don't. Maybe her friends used to do the bag with dog poop in oh, the yeah, fire makes, on her. That's, but there's also porch. paper there. Yeah. But, like, maybe her friends used to do that oh, okay. and, like, try to prank her. Yeah. And then she'd come out and, like, stomp on the paper bag. And, and then she then... just smell dog shit and yeah. burning paper. Yeah. So, like, she knew what that smelled like? Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. Maybe... S- things that happen on all Hallows maybe Eve. someone real- near her really liked to burn feces. Sure. I don't know. So, um, later, in later experience, other people had also reported smelling this while around her. Okay. So, like... She goes, hey, do you smell that burning shit smell? (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, I guess you could describe it as that. And she goes, yeah, no, like it like smells like burning shit, right? And they're like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Burning shit. Yeah. Yeah. So Annalise was advised to then consult a religious official. This is a claim that Dr Dr. Luthi would later deny ever making luthy mm-hmm. that's how it's not, spelled okay not lucy luthy it's like l-u-a wow i don't even know how to spell l-u-t-h-y okay i was like but you're looking at it could be Lothy, <laughs> but i'm going with luthy because <laughs> okay. i don't know okay i've chosen all right stick into it so in november she met with a freudian psychiatrist who diagnosed her with epilepsy she saw another uh, neurologist who said she had epileptic patterns and took her off her old seizure medication for a stronger seizure medication. Okay. So the family searched for a priest because that's what, you know, he, the doctor had suggested and it just seemed like the right path to go on. The clergyman that she would approach would reject her request saying that she should seek medical help and that they couldn't help her because they would also need the permission from a bishop first. Because of the Pope. Yes. Because of the Vatican. Yes. Because rules. Because church stuff. Church rules. Um, so at We've this, talked about this before. <laughs> yes. At this point, around like, July 1975, her delusions became more extreme. This is where things start getting really crazy. Uh, She barely slept, and she would pray all night long. She believed she was possessed, and she would rip off her clothes and compulsively perform up to 400 squats a day. Oh, she must have had buns of steel. (laughs) Buns of steel. (laughs) buns of steel. Those demons wanted her to be fit. Her thighs must have been so defined. (laughs) But why were you compulsively ripping off your clothes to do squats? Because it gets hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. She... Uh, also crawled under a table and barked like a dog for two days. Two So, so, like, she didn't leave from underneath the table for two days? That's what they made it sound like. So, like, the table was her doghouse for two days? Yes. And she, like, shat and peed on the floor? Yes. Okay. That's what, that's what it sounded like. Okay. Because she would also eat spiders and flies and coal. Is what the one article I said read? Which I don't know how she ate coal. Good good on you for eating that coal, I guess. Yeah. She would she bit the head off a dead bird. Oh, so she like as the Osborne that shit. Yeah, just casually bit the head off okay. a dead bird. Yep. And she licked up her own urine from the floor. Disgusting. Very. Yep. So gross. So gross. Do you think it was still warm? Ew, Jesse. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So gross. Okay, so she destroyed rosaries, crucifix, and other holy pictures. She also exhibited strength close to superhuman. She tossed her sister like a rag doll, and at one time she squeezed an apple with one hand until fragments of the apple burst all the way across the room. Do you think she just, like, stared at people? Okay. And she squeezed the life out of the apple. So, I quickly watched some of the BuzzFeed Unsolved of this. Up because they did of this specific case. Okay. And Shane was like, Betcha I could do that. And Ryan's like, Bet you a million dollars you couldn't. So they tried, know. and he's sitting there trying to squeeze an apple. I he, be- he couldn't do it. <laughs> I bet you a hundred bucks I could do it with one of the apples I have in my house right now. Are they rotten? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> then I bet you could do <laughs> I have no money, Jesse. <laughs> Come on, I need more money for con. Yeah, me too. Start a GoFundMe for con money. It was a little late for that. <laughs> so finally, her mother found a priest who would help her. His name was Ernest Alt. Yep. He believed her about being possessed in court documents later. I find this quote very problematic. But he was later quoted as saying she didn't look like an epileptic. Yeah. Do you also find this quote very problematic? Yeah, are they, like, looking for a skull across your head like you? Uh, Like a cool scar? A a scar. Scar, not skull. (laughs) I do have a skull in my head. Yep. (laughs) A scar across your skull is what I meant to say. Yes. Maybe he was confusing schizophrenic with epileptic. That's possible. Like I don't think they okay, completely but, like, understood But even then you're still Mental like... illness is not really a visual thing. No. It's visual to the person in some cases, but it's not visual to those around you. Right. Unless you're losing your shape. Well, I found that problematic too, because I was like I told it to Devin and I was like, I had epilepsy and looked completely normal. I find this a problematic statement. This is an excuse statement. Well it don't... Was the seventies. It was. Spoiler alert. Don't they go to jail for this? Spoiler alert. Kinda. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, this also... Around this time, it was also stated that there was another, like, Father... Rodwick? Christmas? Sorry. Yes, Father Christmas. (laughs) Father Rodwick or something, who consulted with Father Alt, but I only saw that in one thing. Okay. So, Alt petitioned... The local bishop, uh, Bishop Joseph Stanglin? That's not right. Stangle. Stangle. Like Strangle, but without the R yeah. and the E at the end. Okay. <laughs> Who eventually approved the request? Stalin? Nope, not him. <laughs> he was not there. Yep. But one of his friends may have been. Dun, dun, dun. <gasps> Uh, the exorcism was to be carried out by Father Arnold Runs, and one thing I saw said that it was supposed to be carried out in secret. Okay. So, the first exorcism was held on September 24th, 1975. Uh, Father Runs allowed some of the recordings of the sessions to be recorded, and there are 42 recordings in total. You can find them online. If did you listen curious. to them? Yes. <gasps> what did you hear? I mean, I can... I can find one for you. Oh no. I wanted I wanted to know what like you heard and what you thought of Okay. What you heard. The one I heard was her telling who the demons in her were, which I've heard before. Okay. And like from that specific account, it does sound like a girl making a gruff voice. But I didn't listen to every single recording. And I don't know because there's other ones that I've heard. I don't know. I did see the the Exorcism of Emily Rose, and that was a really good movie. I have not seen that movie actually. I, um, I enjoyed it. It was not great, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. There we go. I'll put it. But that yeah, way. so I don't know. Like I listened to that one, and like it, it's very like aggressive and angry sounding. Yeah. In um, German. And in German. Yeah. Okay. And I don't understand German. So, um, so there are over 42 recordings. If you're curious, YouTube it. Okay. Uh. I'll listen to them before I go to bed. Perfect. All of them in order. All right. (laughs) Over the next 10 months, Alton Renz performed 67 exorcisms on Annalise, some lasting up to four hours. Okay. That's a long exorcism. Yeah. During the sessions, Annalise revealed that she was possessed by five demons, I think at some point she re- she re- said that she was possessed by six demons and then in the clip I heard she was like we lied about the sixth one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I I na- there is six on here because the sixth one is a separate thing, but so she said she was possessed by Lucifer, Cain, Judas, Nero, and Adolf Hitler. Yeah adolf hitler and the sixth was joseph stalin i'm pretty sure too (laughs) no but i'm pretty sure in some of the things it was like in some of the recordings or something the demons would be like we don't like hitler he's braggy (laughs) (laughs) he's a total showboat and we just really don't like him even demons don't like hitler Like, let's just say that we're, like, not friends. Like, we condone what he did, but we're just, like, not friends. We just think he has his own place in hell he should stay in because he's annoying. His own circle of hell. And he's annoying. Yeah. (laughs) And his dumb mustache. (laughs) So all the spirits would fight for power over her body and communicate with low growls coming from her mouth. (sighs) Okay, so she the other one she named, she also named Valentine Fleischman as one of her demons. Okay. And provided accurate details about him. He Like was, his life and how he lived and where he lived and, Yeah, like you know, what he did as a daily routine, what he ate for dinner on specific days. I don't know. Like what his what his demon spawn meals were. Maybe. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what meal gets you the most negative points to go to the bad place? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, he was a priest in the 1500s that was kicked out of the church for bad behavior. What kind of bad behavior gets you kicked out of church?
1: <laughs> I don't Because <laughs> there are a
0: lot of kids that should have got kicked out of church when I went to church. Um, That's a very good question. I didn't Google that. Okay. Devin, are you going to Google his bad behavior? Is- Valentin Fleischman. Yeah. Valentino Flish. Flop That's not his name. So she uh Alt was really chilled by this because he would have had she would have had no way of knowing about him at all. Yep. Chilled to the core. Did you find it? Would he get kicked out of? Uh, mostly for being a drunk asshole. Oh. But Oh, he's just a drunk. But it says that he was accused of assault and murder at one point, but there's no like mostly it's reported that it was because he was a drunk So he got kicked out because he was mostly a drunk asshole who yep. may have murdered someone. Maybe. Probably while he was drunk. <laughs> okay. So Annalise... Wait. Do you think that when that demon spoke through her, it sounded like a drunken slur? <laughs> I'm here to haunt you. <laughs> Boo! Boo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so Annalise broke the bones and ripped the tendons in her knees from continu mm-hmm. I forgot about this! Mm-hmm. It's so uncomfortable. Um, She did this from continuously kneeling to pray. And I believe, like, from other things, like, she would, like, slam herself down on her knees to, like, pray. Like- continuously like up and down slamming yeah. herself on her knees by May of 1976 things got worse she would bang that's bang not Barry she would bang her head against the wall and bite herself and others to the point where her family would tie her up to prevent her from hurting herself this is where things got even worse for her because at this point Annalise refused to eat she said that she was not permitted to eat she became really frail. Was we- she allowed to drink alcohol? <laughs> I mean, maybe. I mean, they lied about that one, supposedly. Yeah. They lied about him, remember? S- supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> so she was very frail, weighing under 80 pounds, but she still exhibited great strength while being restrained. It's all those squats. She wants to be a macho man. All the squats at the beginning macho, of her possession. Macho man. By June, her face was very sunken in, and she refused doctor visits, even though she had a very high fever. On June 30th, 1976, she had uh, another exorcism where she would only say, please, absolution. Uh, the next morning, when her family went into room, they had found her dead from starvation at 23 years old, weighing only 68 pounds. Um, you can also see pictures of her online. Yeah, I've I've looked them I'm those sure before. people have seen them if they're listening to this podcast, but they're very
1: they're very
0: crazy. yeah. They're very the the term I like to use is graphic for like graphic. pretty much like skin and bones. Yeah. It's kind of haunting to look at her. Yeah. Because no, it's definitely. like that's a human. Like she doesn't look like she's alive. Yeah. So after her death, the story became a national sensation in Germany. Um after her parents and two priests, the two priests who conducted the exorcisms, were charged with negligent homicide. So, they came before the court using the recordings of the sessions to justify their actions. The two priests were found guilty of manslaughter resulting from negligence and were sentenced to six months in jail, which was later suspended, and three years probation. Well, that's getting off pretty damn easy. Yeah. Ready for this? Yeah. The parents were exempt from punishment because they had suffered enough. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, to me, it is a whole problematic story because we don't understand mental health at this point either. No, definitely So not. there could have definitely been a lot of mental health issues. If this is a possession, there's obviously that. But there could have been a lot of mental health issues or other disorders and something. She wasn't getting treatment. She wasn't eating. So. Yeah. Annalise became an icon for some Catholics who felt modern secular interpretations of the Bible were distorting the truth it contained. Fun fact. Why? I don't know. It was a quick little thing that I okay. saw. So like I said, her story was the inspiration for The Exorcism of Emily Rose. It also, she had two other films that her story was based off of. Requiem? Uh, Requiem? Reque- Requiem Reque- requ- for a dream? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Requiem. Isn't that a song? I feel like that's just how not how you say that word. Requiem? I, Requiem, right? Requiem. It just... It doesn't... It, it doesn't roll off the tongue right. <sighs> it doesn't, and it doesn't look like Requiem, but we're going with it. Okay. And Annalise the Exorcist tapes. They're, like, loo- these are the movies that are loosely based on her story. Okay. There was also... Uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved about it, and if there's podcasts that cover it, and... Random articles you found on the internet. Yeah. I was just trying to find... There was another um thing I found that's like, this was based on this, but I can't find it anymore. So that is pretty much the exorcism of Annalise Michelle in quick version. Spark notes. Spark note version. Yep. Because I did this today in like... <laughs> an hour and a half. Yep. Mostly in my car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. No, that was good. I yeah, I've definitely heard that entire story before. I've definitely read many articles about it. I've yeah. definitely looked up Oh, I have to, I've the photos heard. of things. I've have definitely you ever watched heard? the loosely based movies. Have you ever heard the recordings? I'm going to go with no. No? No. I I know I'd had heard some clips before I had heard the one today. So, yeah, I thought it'd be a good Halloween story. Yeah. Fun little exorcism for you. Yep. All right. You love the your poltergeist and exorcisms. I like creepy shit. Yep. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. More All excitedly. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready for Jesse's first cryptid? Yes. Okay. I want you to guess it. Okay. All right. Are you, are you ready? Ready? Yes. All right. So, part of the traditional belief system of the Algonquian tribes, there is a cold climate creature that's spotted in Canada and the northern states. It is described as an evil spirit or demonic entity that is able to possess humans and in some cases transform into human beings itself. Okay. The tale later morphed into a way to encourage moderation and cooperation with tribes during times of famine. Are we talking about Wendigos? Yes, we are. Woo! Wendigos! Woo! Yeah. Creepy AF. Yes. So, we are talking about the legend of the Wendigos. So, pretty much, I'm jumping right back into what I was saying, because I had one more paragraph before I had to give it up. So... <laughs> I started guessing it at the very beginning. I was okay. like, this seems like what it is. But I was like, I've got like four things... It, like, trickle down, trickle yeah. down, this is what it is. Yeah, I decided to take a line about cannibalism out in the first <laughs> the, the first away. section because I was like, I feel like that would give it away too easily. That would have given it away. Yeah. So I've been wanting to do this for a while. I just didn't know how to write it. Okay. So I figured it out, hopefully. Let's see how this goes. I also did this today. Oh. <laughs> Look at us go. So <laughs> prepared. Like I said, it encouraged um, moderation and cooperation with tribes during times of famine. They even performed a ceremonial dance, wearing masks and dancing backwards around a drum to reinforce the threat of an evil creature in the minds of people during harsh winters. Yeah, is this your... I'm doing the dance. You're dancing backwards around a drum? Yeah, pretend I'm moving backwards. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and not just foiling in a chair. Yes. So, let's get into the characteristics of the Wendigo. Let's do it. Yeah. So, a Wendigo uh, stands... On two feet and is technically more animalistic than human. Yes. Uh, it appears with a stag like head, so like a deer with antlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cute. <laughs> yep, cute. With eyes that are deeply sunken in, and its skin appears to be decaying. Ew. Even falling apart as it moves. Ugh. Uh, Fred, you lost an ear. <laughs> Why don't you go pick that up and not chase me? Ugh, oh, so gross. Yeah. But, so, don't let the appearance of decay fool you. The Wendigo is unnaturally large, fast, and strong. No. It's gonna get you. Please don't get me. <laughs> Please. Thank Their you. Their flesh is so tightly stretched over the bone, it pretty much leaves them to be a skeleton. And it, their skin has been described as gray or, like, a whitish-gray, f- like, short hair fur. Okay. So, yeah, I read different accounts on it today. I was also on Reddit, which those stories were way too long-winded for me to put in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so pretty much being skin and bones, sort of like... Your exorcism. (laughs) Sorry. Too soon. (laughs) This is the skin and bone episode. (laughs) Pretty much. Skin Skin and bones. Are you singing silver and gold? (laughs) Skin and bone? Yes. We could do a whole parody on that. Bookmark that. All right. My favorite thing to do is write parodies. All right. So another thing that would give away... The Wendigo's appearance is the... It would give off a stench of death. And then this one article said, and corruption. <laughs> death and corruption? Yeah. And bur- is the stench burnt feces? <laughs> Bringing it back. <laughs> no. So I was just like, so like, I was just like, does it smell like money? Like, there, are- does it just smell like dollar dollar bills? All like politicians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This so musty old white men. They all smell like musty white men. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. They have some moths in their <laughs> mothballs. <laughs> mothballs. Moth. Okay, I think it's like mothball scent and a hint of um Old Spice. <laughs> Do old men wear Old Spice? No, it's like cologne. I don't aftershave. Um, <laughs> mothballs and aftershave? Mothballs and aftershave. Okay, I think we go with mothballs okay. and aftershave. It stalks its prey, and it can even mimic human voices to lure people away from safety and driving them pretty much mad in the deep woods in the wilderness to possess and or consume them. Terrifying. Yes. Don't mi- don't mimic me. Yes, I did read stories about like mimics of baby crying or women screaming Mm-mm. and like wolves howling and then a woman screaming. So yeah. There was a lot, like, a lot of things that drew it to people. Okay. People to it. Right. Because, like, if you heard a baby crying in the middle of the woods, you'd be like, what the fuck? Where is this baby? (laughs) So, some say that the Wendigo infects the host slowly, tormenting them as it slowly takes over their mind and body. Mm -hmm. Sort of like a demon. Oh. Yeah. Bringing it back. Bringing it back. This whole episode is (laughs) about possession, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it begins with the strange odors that only the victim can smell. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like burnt feces. <laughs> <laughs> Mothballs, aftershave. Burnt feces. Mm. <laughs> what a cocktail. <laughs> <laughs> and then nightmares causing their sanity to melt away from their sleep deprivation. Okay. So, like, they're literally, their nightmares are so terrifying they can't sleep anymore. Terrifying. That's awful. Yeah. They'll experience an unbearable burning sensation throughout their legs and feet and usually end up stripping down and running naked through the forest like a madman. Um my first thought when you're like an unbearable burning sensation through their legs. They have gonorrhea and they thought they could fix it <laughs> in the woods by running around naked. Yes. <laughs> cure your <laughs> cure your infection, run around naked. Not I I don't condone that. Yep. Go see a doctor, please. Yep. So those people who were seen running off naked into the woods were usually never seen again. Oh that that seems about right. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. They're going insane. Yeah, exactly. And few who have returned um after suffering the Wendigo fever have come back pretty much insane. Like crazy. Yeah, like crazy. But they like they like chill, but they like crazy. They're chill but crazy? Yeah. How are you chilling crazy at the same I'm time? I'm assuming you're not a cannibal. Um Okay. But like you're crazy, but like not a cannibal. You're not a cannibal because you you survived the fever, maybe. Okay. Yep. We'll, we'll roll with it. Yep. <laughs> Those who are possessed are constantly hungry for human flesh. Gross. Once they eat another person, it grows directly in proportion to the person that it consumed. So the Wendigo will grow. So it it eats a person. And then it grows, like... As so big like, as that person? Yes, as big as that person. Ew. So say, like, the Wendigo is a size of a Devon. And Devin eats me. Uh, and Devin eats you. And then it's the size of a you and a Devin. Like, like, tall or wide? Like, I mean, does it tall? get taller? It gets taller. And it gets wider? Uh, it does not get wider. It just gets it's taller. It's skin and bones. It just gets super tall. Yeah. Okay. So its bones don't get thicker. No. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see fat Wendigos. No, it's just, it's turning into a super tall Slenderman. With a deer skull head? but like a chubby Wendigo sounds fun. Yeah. You'd hope it like runs slower. Yeah, maybe, because a tall Wendigo <laughs> sounds terrifying. So, it pretty much like growing to the direct proportion of what it consumed pretty much makes it impossible for it to never feel full. So that is the always insatiable feeling that's of that's the idea. Yeah. It's like, "Mm, going to eat this," and then it's like, "Oh shit, still hungry." You know, I sort of wish that, like, my diet was like that. Like, that I was, like, always hungry, but, like, I kept getting taller and skinnier. You know, like, I think that'd be pretty legit. I think that sounds terrifying. Because, <laughs> can you imagine every time you ate something? This is Jesse, and I'm Jesse, and I just ate a cheeseburger. Well, now I'm a cheeseburger height taller. <laughs> it's only, like, an inch taller if you get it from McDonald's. But he was still hungry. I was still so hungry for all the cheeseburgers. Oh my gosh, but if you ev- every food you've ever eaten in your entire life, you just get as tall as that food was. I'd be a skyscraper. You would I would be Godzilla. I would be Slenderman Godzilla. Alright? I'm running through New York picking up bitches in white dresses. You're a Titan. Just like... <laughs> <From> a <Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. laughs> yep. No, I'm picking up bitches in white dresses and carrying them to the top of whatever building that was. Now you're King Kong? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) King Kong, Godzilla, and Slender Man. What? I am all of your worst nightmares. (laughs) (laughs) Stop feeding her! (laughs) Pretty much, since you never feel full, it's pretty much the embodiment of gluttony constantly consuming yet never feeling satisfied and always and, growing and always on the brink of starvation because you're skinny as shit it causes them to slip into a savage like mindless state almost like a zombie and it's believed to m- many different individuals can be infected by a single windigo serving as multiple extensions of the one windigo hmm okay so like okay question if you're a windigo and i, I am. like yep In theory. In theory. Right now. Okay. And you infect me and Devin. Okay. You're infected. So, like, if we go eat Brendan and Alyssa, (laughs) do you grow or do we grow? I would assume you grow. Depending on who you eat, right? Right. But did I eat you to infect you? No, you possess us. I possessed us. Yes. I possessed you. That's a good question. Though. Right? That's a good question. Because, like, I feel like I would grow, and then you in extension would have to grow. Yeah. To fit my luxurious long form. Yep. My skin and bones. Ooh, so leathery. <laughs> so, it wasn't only just the uh the taste of flesh. Yeah. Yep. Um, also, anyone feeling guilty of greed or jealousy. Was considered to be tainted and prayed for the beast. Oh. So I could just feel jealous. Now I'm a Wendigo now. Yeah. A lot of the um lore behind it is pretty much be a good person and you won't be possessed by the Wendigo. Okay. Yeah. So you won't. you. It's like don't eat the apple. You know, Adam and Eve style. Okay. So. Don't eat your friends. Yeah. Don't eat your friends. And you'll be fine. Yeah. according to lore a longer the longer a wendigo walks the earth the stronger its powers can become Ooh, the creature can eventually gain the ability to control the weather stop don't do that and call upon darkness before sunset that's terrifying so pretty much halloween (laughs) okay Yeah, because all of a sudden it just gets dark at 6 o'clock and you're like, what the fuck happened? (laughs) I know. I always feel like I'm at work and I'll be like, oh, it's like 6 o'clock and I'll look outside and it's getting dark and I'm like, is it 10 o'clock at night now? Like, what's going on? Nope. It's just the fall. The Wendigo also gains the ability to manipulate creatures of the forest and can summon predators and force them to attack on command. Cute. Yep. So it has a herd of all its woodland creatures. Like all the bunnies and squirrels and maybe a wolf and a deer. It's kind of like Snow White. It's yeah. Like Snow White. Snow White, but tall and skinny with kind of looks sickly. She didn't porcelain skin. Skin rotting off. Zombie Snow White. And here um, comes my pack of wild wolves and bunnies. <laughs> wild bunnies. <Yes. laughs> Crows. Um, I've seen Monty Python on the Holy Grail. Bunnies can be vicious. They can. Its speed and its strength will also grow with age, and also its ability to heal. So it does opposite old people. Yeah, <laughs> but it just gets taller, stronger, can control the weather and Skinnier, fuck your life up faster. It's training for a marathon. Okay, yeah, a marathon of who, which Windigo can control the weather first. I guess so. Yeah. Do you think like they the, fight over it? Like an alpha Windigo. Yeah, maybe they fight over it and they're like, I want it to be sunny today. And this other Wendigo's like, no, tornadoes. And then they just fight. And then it's just like, I just want pouring rain. And that's why we, what happens, and that's how you get Michigan weather. And that's why we drink. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I mean, Michigan weather is a good reason to drink. Truth. It's awful. So tribes began to appoint Wendigo slayers. Uh, for those who were believed to be transforming into a wendigo were p- put to death. Sad. Yes. So do you want to know how to kill a wendigo? Yeah, sure. Because I might need to kill one so that it doesn't cause a hurricane. Yep. In Michigan. In Michigan. Hurricane. Because wendigos are native to like Michigan and Canada and Wisconsin. Yeah, and Yeah, city. yeah. Yeah, Michigan hurricanes. Yep. They do whatever the fuck they want. If you would like to overcome the impossible odds of escaping certain death... I do. I always want to do that. You have to get past the shrieks and the mimics. Okay. The uprooting of trees and the animal stampedes. Mm. The ice storms and the tornadoes. Uh, And if you can outrun all of that, maybe you can protect it with gunfire, right? Maybe. Because America... Fuck yeah. Is that how we kill wendigos? With guns? You can. But they simply regenerate. Oh, damn it. I'm not doing a very good job killing this wendigo. No, you're not. But I did a great job outrunning that tornado. Did you see that? (laughs) Did you see it? And that stampede of deer? You just hopped on one? (laughs) Rode that deer right through the (laughs) tornado. So, if you want to use gunfire... You got to get some silver bullets. Okay. Like um, a werewolf. Or a pure silver blade. Okay, pure Perfect. silver blade. Where am I going to find this? The internet? Amazon Prime? I feel like what if I bought one on Amazon <laughs> and it wasn't pure silver? Can you imagine my review? (laughs) Someone please go on Amazon, look for a silver (laughs) knife, and write a review about
1: how it was only silver
0: plated. And I I am dead because it didn't kill the Wendigo. This Wendigo was chasing after me, and it didn't do anything. This knife sucks. One star. Yep. All right. Let's get back to killing a Wendigo. Okay. All right. So, we got silver bullets, okay, and a oh. silver-plated knife that I'm pissed about cuz it's not pure, pure silver. Yeah. It has to be pure silver. With the silver, you need to strike it right through the Wendigo's heart. Yep. Okay. The strike to the heart will hopefully shatter the heart into pieces, which will you you will need to then collect all of the pieces, place them in a silver box, okay, and bury it in a church cemetery. Okay. How does it shatter? Because it's cold as ice. Okay. Because it's a cold. Yeah. She's as cold as ice. Okay. So we gotta bury it in a church cemetery. Because that's holy ground. Yep. Okay. But that's not all. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. We we still got a lot more steps to go. Jeez. Okay. So, with the rest of the to because, like, I don't know. Like, it sounds like to me, you stab it in the fucking heart. And, like, and it, like, fucking explodes out of its chest. <laughs> Do you have to, like, cut it out? I don't know. It just said stabs and it shatters. I don't know if you, like, have to cut it out or, like, it just, like, sort of pops off and you have to, like, look through the dirt and the grass to mm, try to this find all the is pieces. Is a piece of ice? Yeah. yeah. Like, in the snow, you know, because it's fucking cold out. It's always cold. It's yeah. Michigan. Yeah. And so and then you put it in a box and you bury it and then you're, like, well, what the fuck do I do with this body? Okay, what do you do with it? Well, you have to dismember the body with a silver-plated axe. Silver-plated axe. Yes. So, But first, not the knife. <laughs> first of all, I need a pure silver knife and silver and or silver bullets or both? And or. And or. And or silver bullets. And shoot it directly in the heart. Now I need a silver-plated axe. Yes. Not a pure silver axe. Yes. Silver-plated. That's what it said. Okay. There was a note on one of the pages that you could possibly use a silver-plated blade, but that is not recommended, is what it said. Okay. (laughs) As a note. Dismember with a silver-plated axe. Yes. Not pure silver. Yes. It has to be a silver-plated axe because something along the lines of the silver is not strong enough to cut through. Okay. Yeah. So then you cut, you dismember it, you cut it into little bits, you salt it, you burn the body. Okay. And then you scatter the ashes in the colors of the wind. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, on my person, at all times, I should be carrying a gun with silver bullets and or a pure silver knife, a silver plated axe, matches, salt... A silver box. A silver box. Probably a shovel. Probably a shovel. Where am I putting all this? My bag is not big enough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So, if you skip any step, the Wendigo may be able to resurrect itself. Fuck you, Wendigo. So, like, if you missed, like, a little heart shard, like, you fucking screwed. Then he's coming after you. Yeah, then... He will hunt you down and, and inflict en- a slow and agonizing death upon you. Of course he would. <laughs> yep. Because I already put my shit away at home. My Wendigo hunting supplies, they're safe in a box at home. Didn't bring them with me. you need a me. fucking trunk for it. I thought I killed him, but I didn't. Yep. And now I'm dead. Yep. So that is pretty much how you kill a Wendigo. Effort. Medical. Ready? Okay. There is actually a thing called wendigo psychosis. Okay. Yeah, I think I've heard of this. It is a real disorder where people develop an actual appetite for human flesh. It describes an individual who has access to normal food sources, yet feels overwhelmed by the need for human flesh. Hmm. So here are some stories. Oh, okay. In the winter of 1878, so Swift Runner and his family were experiencing a brutal winter. Oh, I know all about this story, but keep telling me because I really like it. His son allegedly died due to the harsh conditions, and then Runner and his entire family consumed the boy after death, mm-hmm. though him and his family were only within 25 miles of a supply post. Which seems pretty far to me. Okay, 25 In miles. In 1878? Yeah, because you were walking it or Horsing it. In a harsh winter. In a a horse winter. (laughs) was such a horse winter. Gosh, it was such a horse winter. It makes me feel so hoarse. Okay, but like in a harsh winter, you're starving. I would still try to trek the journey. Yeah. Right? Because you want food for your family. Yeah. Or just eat your family. Yes. So his oldest son dies and him and his family eat the oldest son. Because they're starving. Because they're starving. And then the Wendigo psychosis takes over. And he ended up killing all five of his children over the course of the entire winter and claimed to be possessed by a Wendigo. Yes. Villagers had found bones that he had sucked dry of marrow and eaten every bit of flesh from the bones. Swift Runner was convicted for his crimes... And executed on December 20th, 1879 by hanging. Yes. Yes. By hanging. By hanging. Because he ate his entire family. Yes. And sucked their bones dry. Yep. Yikes. Yes. So, there's another other occurrences of this. In 1907, there was a Jack Fiddler a Cree tribe man who was arrested with his brother Joseph for killing 14 people who he claimed were Wendigos. Jack was a shaman, and he was well-known for his ability to conjure animals and protect his people from spells. He claimed that a part of... I love that his name was Jack. A shaman named Jack. Jack and Joseph. Mm -hmm. Yep. So he claimed that a part of that was his ability to detect Wendigos. He killed himself to avoid hanging after being caught. And his brother was... He was put... His brother Joseph was put into jail. Apparently I didn't put this in the story. (laughs) His brother Joseph was put into jail. And I believe he was only there for like six months. And the day before he was about to be pardoned for his crimes, he died in prison. That's miserable. Yes. So, and then there's this one... That, like, was brought up in one of the chat rooms, and it's not technically, like, Wendigo psychosis, in my opinion, Mm -hmm. but, like, could explain something, but it's not technically in the region, so it could technically be another region, another name okay, kind of thing. So, but this is more recent. So, in August of 2012... Okay, very recent. Yes. Four men went into the Siberian wild with the intent of a two or three week fishing trip in the deep uh, Russia's far east. Okay. The four men became marooned as their jeep sunk into flood water. Oh, shit. And pretty much details surrounding the next couple of months remain super sketchy. But it is known that the men made a cell phone call in September that never went through. They left a note at an empty gold miner's cabin in October. And at this point, after missing for almost three fucking months, in October, rescuers began searching for them. Why? Because Russia is my opinion on this. (laughs) So by December, two of the men were rescued. The surviving men reported that they they sustained themselves on fried animal skin, moss, and sawdust in the minus uh, 22 degree temperature. Jesus. But they had mentioned oh. nothing about the other half of their fishing group. Okay. Because they're dead and they ate them. Yes. So people did suspect survive- the survivors sealed the fate of their missing comrades, because Russia, <laughs> by killing and eating them. And police did eventually find a partially cannibalized corpse thought to be one of the two missing men, but the other man is still missing. Okay. So pretty much bringing up this story brings up, like, because they pretty much pretended like nothing ever happened and they never went into the woods with two other people. So that is technically, it could be technically considered a wendigo psychosis. Right. Or something along those lines. Because... Even in the Northwest Pacific coast, so like up near like Alaska, that side of Canada, yeah. Washington area, it is a wendigo type creature called the Weichuge. Okay. And it is similar in the fact that it's also cannibalistic, but it is believed to be caused by the en- uh, enlightened with ancestral insights. Hmm. So, like, I think you just become so enlightened <laughs> that you, you become turn into a cannibal. One? <laughs> something like that's what the article made it sound you, like you've reached a higher plane of is, enlightenment and now this you're is what wikipedia told me so okay <laughs> but yes so this is pretty much just proving that i believe that in all colder temperature areas there may be similar types of wendigos i think that could be a fair statement considering like it's harder to survive in those type of in Environments, yeah, and so in the fact of like, in if you need to face survival, that is an option, right? And you can be possessed by the wendigo if you eat your friend. Don't eat your friends, don't eat your friends. So that's pretty much all of what I got for wendigos, but I do like to talk about like their media appearance, appearances. Like, they're celebrities. <laughs> <laughs> they are celebrities. They are. So, their appearance is depicted in different ways throughout media formats and depending on who is doing it. Right. Um. So, like, the Wendigo in Until Dawn still appears tall, but it doesn't have the head of a stag. So, it's, like, really just, like, a weird, tall, gangly, long arm thing. Right. Because I played it. Right. And <laughs> we a- tried to get Jason and... They the seem like little bitches. Oh my god, they're so jumpy. <laughs> they're so jumpy. Do you remember when we I think we watched... they only made it through the first chapter. They did not even make it that far. Oh, okay. When we were watching Skinwalker Ranch and that thing freaked the fuck out of Jason and your dog went fucking <laughs> nuts. Yes. <laughs> so the Wendigo still appear tall, right. move really quickly, have long gangly arms and are gray sunken eyes and pretty much walking skeletons- In Until Dawn, but without the head of a stag. Right. Stephen King uh, wrote his own take on wendigos in his book Pet Cemetery. Spoiler alert, (laughs) because pretty much I tell you the entire plot of Pet Cemetery if you haven't watched it, (laughs) I guess. Um, So the wendigo is responsible for reanimating whatever animal or human that was buried in the old burial ground. Okay. The Wendigo manipulates events through the story, infecting the characters' minds as they become more stone-hearted and susceptible to the ancient evil. The resurrected corpses came back horribly altered and were strange, violent, and smelled horrible. Like burnt feces. <laughs> and mothballs and aftershave. Yep. Because there were nothing more than just the hosts to the Wendigo lurking in the woods. Another appearance is on our favorite show that we like to talk about all the time is Supernatural. I love Supernatural. (laughs) So, the Wendigo in Supernatural was hunted by... (laughs) This article was written so dumb. By the Winchesters. But they wrote, the... (gasps) Wendigo hunting duo, the Winchester Brothers, is how it was written in the article. I'm (laughs) like, have you ever watched Supernatural? All they do is hunt Wendigos. Yeah. So... So the Winchesters were hunting wendigos and it was the, in the show, the wendigo was once human, but has become a monster. I remember this episode very, very distinctly. It, it only stops feeding, it's feeding friendly to hibernate. And instead of infecting as many people as it can, it haunts, uh, haunts, haunts, <laughs> It hunts humans and stores them as live food so it can snack whenever it wants. Yep. I remember this episode. Yes. So do I. Distinctly. Yes. Because so- I used to watch it before I took my sister. Oh, wait. I would take my sister to the bus stop and then I would come home, watch Supernatural and fall asleep on the couch and then have <laughs> creepy fucking dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So there is a ton more like pop media that Wendigos are presented in. Oh, yeah. Tons of it. Like, even just, like, you- if you, like, Wikipedia Wendigo and scroll all the way to the bottom, there is just a huge list of everything that a Wendigo is referenced in. Well, also- But, like, I picked, like, the things that I thought were fairly popular. Yeah. Even though it was so weird, so I didn't know about the Pet Cemetery thing, because I hadn't watched it, because Pet Cemetery scared the shit out of me as a child. Yeah. Like- I could not go into a bathroom without checking behind the curtain, terrifying that's because ent- of that movie. that's my entire life, and so, like I have it like I don't even remember what in that movie made me so paranoid to check behind the curtain, right? But like the movie just scared the shit out of me as a child, so like recently, Brendan faced his fears by watching signs. <laughs> <laughs> he did, yeah, I'm so proud of him, <laughs> yes, so he 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 thought the ending was dumb after he got past the scary part, <laughs> so like my movie is pet Cemetery, so you're gonna face your fears brendan Brendan won't watch it with me, no, no, are you gonna watch it with me? I've never seen it, all right, let's watch it in broad daylight, conditions, okay. <laughs> Broad daylight. Broad daylight. Really bright outside. Okay. Like noon o'clock. Okay, but you're never around at noon when I'm around at noon. I will figure it out. Okay. It has to be broad daylight because I will cry if I have to leave your house at night. (laughs) Okay. Second condition. We make fun of it like we made fun of Skinwalker Ranch. But it's a lot better of a movie than Skinwalker Ranch. I know, but I still have to do it. I still have to do it. It makes it less scary in my head. My condition, Jason and Brennan have to be there. Okay. My other condition, Devin has to be there. I'm assuming Devin is always included in any of the plans we make in this room. I agree. (laughs) I think she's just always included. Yes. So that is The Legend of the Wendigos. Nice. Good job. I'm proud of you for your first scripted. Yay! Little clap. Well, the thing is, I'm like... It took me so long to, like, fucking figure it out. Because, like, paranormal stories have, like, a beginning, middle, middle and end. <laughs> and cryptids don't. Cryptids don't. The, the, you can literally throw any of the information that I gave you in any sort of order. Yeah, which I kind of like. And that's why I kind of like to do cryptids and, like, how I did Skinwalker Ranch. It just kind of, like, threw you with the information. I don't know. kind of like doing them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I know I didn't have, like, there was a ton of stories that I read on Reddit. But they were such long-winded stories, and I'm pretty sure that I went way too long with my story already. Um, Yeah, so thank you for listening, and please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. You can find us on anywhere you listen to podcasts. Everywhere. Everywhere. You can... Are sold. <laughs> Everywhere podcasts are sold. Yep. You can also email us your stories at marbleforestpodcast at gmail.com. We definitely want to hear them. We're trying to figure out how to do some sort of listener episode. We'd really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, you can find us at on Instagram at Marble Forest Podcast and Twitter at The MF Cast. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Marble Forest Podcast. We would also like to give a special thank you to Jenna who did our logo and banner and she is awesome and you can find her on instagram and etsy at agenda that is a uh, jen thanks jenna also for letting us put our cards at your table at yoma i don't think jenna listens to us she doesn't but <laughs> i mean i assume she doesn't do, I I assume, do you listen do, do you do you do hello you? hi jenna thanks
1: <laughs> thanks then, cameron
0: yeah my cousin cameron did our music He did. He did a good job. Yeah. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Thank you guys all for listening. Thank you, Devin, for putting up with our shit every week. Yep. And Googling things on the fly for us. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And... Don't tempt fate. Don't tempt fate. I was trying not to say another podcast (laughs) sign-off. It's been a while. Buy a livestock. Buy a livestock. And, you know, don't eat your friends. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Don't eat your friends. Or be possessed. Goodbye. Goodbye.